Welcome to Adulting 101, the bi-weekly workshop-style podcast designed to guide and motivate millennials in all facets of their lives. You're listening to episode 13, How to Create Your Own Happiness. Whether you're interested in learning how to master a job interview, manage your money, get healthy, or travel on a budget, I've got it all for you. While I can't confidently say that I have it together 100% of the time, I'm happy to share my struggles along this journey. Stay tuned every Monday for your weekly morning boost and Fridays for a quick follow-up. Also, if you haven't already, please make sure to follow along on my blog at daniellodoesadult.com where you will see weekly posts regarding the topics of each week's podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today, so let's get into it. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back. Happy Monday. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to create your own happiness. Now, happiness. Seems easy for some people, comes naturally, but it's elusive for many others. While many of you might disagree with me, I believe that while you can't choose to be happy, you can choose to make decisions that lead to overall happiness and contentment with your life. It might not be easy at times, and in fact, sometimes it's going to be seemingly impossible, but by making the effort to monitor your thoughts and actions and steer your course towards a more balanced present, that's right, not past, not future, but present, happiness can and will be achieved. And achievement here is something I really want to stress on because it is something you have to work towards. Happiness does not just come, it is something you can strive to achieve. And so, first things first, the first thing you have to do to achieve that happiness is to choose the right opportunities that are going to get you there. Happiness is the result of effort and intention. It's not a mere coincidence. While happiness in itself is not a decision, it is the result of the decision to pursue attitudes and behaviors that will result in happiness over unhappiness. The key to obtaining that happiness is to put yourself into environments and situations that are going to increase your probability of achieving happiness and to avoid those situations which are detrimental to your already scarce resource of happiness itself. So in saying that, what I mean is that rather than put yourself into a situation, whether it be work-related, relationships, whatever, that's negative and drains that positive energy you have within you, you want to focus on opportunities that help you grow and help increase your probability of achieving happiness. So perhaps situations where you're going to learn a new skill or you're going to be able to socialize or you're going to be able to talk through problems that you're facing. You want to put yourself in those situations rather than ones that are going to draw from your positivity pool and leave you feeling empty. So after you've found the opportunities that are right for your journey towards happiness, the next step you need to learn is how to foster forgiveness. So holding on to bitterness or anger in our life is a cause for stagnation, a cause for no movement at all. This stagnation over time can negatively contribute to our mental and physical well-being. So while I could simply say to you, just learn how to get over it, that is much easier said than done, and we all know that. The act of actually learning how to foster forgiveness towards that which we cannot control is an integral part of the process of moving onwards and upwards. So here are the five steps that I want you to remember in order to learn how to foster forgiveness. First, I want you to recall the hurt. What is it that happened and why did it make you feel that way? The second is I want you to empathize with the perpetrator, the person who did this to you. Why do you think they did what they did to you? Number three, I want you to remember a time when you were granted forgiveness. What did you do and how did that person that you did that to find it within themselves to give you forgiveness? 
Next, I want you to commit to the forgiveness itself. So you've decided you want to forgive someone for something they've done. Now you either need to physically write it down or you can just make a mental note. Lastly, I want you to not dwell on the hurt or the anger anymore. You need to hold on to the forgiveness, not the situation that's happened. Mulling over the situation is not going to get you very far, and I can assure you of that. So you need to let it go, move along, and don't let the actions of others control your happiness. Now this next piece of advice you've probably heard before, and it always seems so silly, and that is to fake it until you feel better. Well, the principle itself, yes, is a weird idea because obviously you're sad, you're upset, you're angry, whatever. Why are you going to pretend that that is not the case and that you're actually happy? That doesn't make sense. Like, I'm angry, I want to be angry. Well, the psychology behind this practice is actually proven. So smiling alone can induce the feeling of happiness. Think about it. All of the feelings that you have are the result of an action. So something that's happened has caused you to feel a certain way. So by acting happier, for example, by smiling, your brain begins to believe that you're actually happier because the feeling is the result of the action. So my brain sees I'm smiling and suddenly I'm feeling much happier. Give it a try and I promise you that you will likely be surprised by the outcome, even if it feels really ridiculous. So you've tried that, you faked your happiness, but those negative thoughts still keep coming. So, the next thing I would encourage you to do is to put your negativity into check. For humans, negativity is usually the default because it's easy to be negative when positivity makes us feel uncomfortable. Like, think about when someone gives you a compliment and you're like, ooh, how do I react? Well, negative thoughts really serve no useful purpose and they can directly contribute to negative emotions. So, you think negatively, you feel negatively. Negative thoughts leave us in a state of hopelessness, thinking we're never going to have enough, we're never going to be enough, we're never going to find enough. Given that this negativity is the norm, it can be really hard to identify in yourself when you've shifted into this state of mind. So, in order to learn how to change this negative thought, you first must learn to recognize it, because oftentimes we're thinking negatively and we don't even notice. So I want you to start paying attention to your thought patterns and practice mindfulness. Pay attention to your present, to your right now. Stop focusing so much on the past and what could have been or the future that you're so worried about and what's never going to come because neither of these focuses are useful or productive. You can only control what you are doing right now. So if you catch these negative thoughts before they have the opportunity to gain the momentum, you're actually going to be able to flip the problem into perspective and deal with it in a much more positive light. So... Now I have a question for you. I want you to think about how you've spent the last 24 hours. Were you productive? Did you get anything accomplished? If your answer is no, how are you feeling about how you've spent the last 24 hours? If I could hazard to guess, I'm going to say you're probably feeling meh, not good, not necessarily bad either. But if your answer is yes, I can bet that you're feeling pretty good, aren't you? Studies have shown that in order to get more happiness out of life, you have to put more effort into it. By participating in more meaningful activities, we're going to see an increase in our overall happiness. 
People are seldom happier than when they achieve a sense of flow in their lives. And when I say flow, what I'm talking about is a state of mind in which you become absorbed in a meaningful task or challenge. So you're actually invested in whatever it is you're doing. Now, oftentimes these flow inducing activities don't come naturally to us. However, the reward that you get from actually investing your time into that activity far outweighs the investment itself. So what I want you to do is determine something you wish to achieve that you know is going to contribute to your overall happiness, and I want you to go out and work for it. Reap the rewards of your efforts and finally feel truly happy. Now I've given you five separate steps. That's to engage in meaningful activities, to put your negativity in check, to fake it until you feel better, to foster forgiveness towards those who need it in your lives, and to choose the right opportunities. Now, you don't have to use all of these steps, but if you can take just at least one or two of them, I promise you, you will start to feel better about your current circumstances. Remember, you cannot simply choose to be happy, but you can choose to make decisions that will guide you to a happier life. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, please follow me on Instagram at Danielle Does Adults. The show notes for this episode will be available on Wednesday at DanielleDoesAdults.com. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter or Snapchat at Danielle Ryan. That's Danielle with two A's. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again on Friday. Have a great week.